0: is going on everybody thank you so much for joining in for another episode of snaps and golf claps today is a beautiful day and i am so grateful to have each and every one of you here with me hanging out (laughs) you guys know the spiel if it's your first time listening to this podcast thank you for listening and welcome i just want to leave a reminder for each and every one of you first time or long time listener do me a favor, make sure you follow the show on whatever audio streaming platform you listen to it on. Leave a rating and a review. Five stars preferable, but don't let me influence your decision. It really does help with the visibility and for other people to find the show organically. So today is the Q&A episode. got some incredible questions and I'm really excited to get into them. Before I get started, of course, just want to see how you guys are doing. How's your week going? Is there anything this week that you are grateful for? Were there any obstacles that you encountered? If so, have you taken the time to identify why you encountered those obstacles? If it was an incredible week and there were no obstacles, congratulations. I'm happy for you, truly. (laughs) I know that came off a little bit sarcastic. I promise you it wasn't. But my week was pretty good. I have no complaints. It was a very eye-opening week finally finished that book I mentioned last week and gave me a lot of perspective that I think I needed. It was very appropriate for the beginning of the year. It gave me good direction, I think, and just helped me really evaluate the things in my life. For those of you that haven't listened to the last week's episode, the book I'm referencing is 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals by Oliver Berkman. It's an incredible book because it just talks about how finite our life is and how little control we have over time and how we live in a society that is constantly all about optimization and creating schedules and calendars and managing blocks of time and and all this and that. And basically, he's just like, you know, yeah, all that stuff is good and dandy, but a lot of times it's used as a need to control, not because it's actually effective productivity. (laughs) You want to have control of your time, and that's why you're time blocking every minute of your calendar. So, once you realize you don't actually have control over that time, you can shift your focus elsewhere. That's the premise of the book. It's an incredible book. I recommend anybody that feels overwhelmed for the need to be productive or overwhelmed for the need to be, you know, to strategize and optimize every little second of your day. I really do recommend it you read that. Or if you want a productivity schedule, let's say you don't really have a way to go about things and it stresses you out and overwhelms you, I highly recommend you read this book as well. So yeah, so that book really just gave me a lot of insight. And at the end of it, it was asking some pretty hard pressing questions and I took the time to answer them. And I admitted some stuff to myself that I think I have been avoiding for a while. So it was good though it was really good and I realized like you know I just gotta move different (laughs) I think um I think a lot about things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things and so reading this book really put that into perspective for me and I think is going to help me set momentum forward for a lot of things in my life so I'm excited. So let's get into these questions guys like i said you guys had some great questions and i'm super appreciative that you took the time to put them in again there is a google form on the snaps and golf claps instagram that's always open so if you guys have any questions stories comments anything that you want to discuss drop them in there and i would love to chat with you guys about them question number one is hard hitting right out the gate (laughs) it says i'm burnt out And I just feel like there's no replenishing my energy. I feel like I'm constantly doing stuff that I don't really care about. And it's draining. not sure how to get out of this rut. So thank you to whoever submitted that. I understand where you are. I may not understand your exact situation, but I get it. It's hard to be in a place where you feel like you're just giving, giving, giving. And it's draining you. I think you said something really important where it says, I'm constantly doing stuff that I don't really care about. And obviously, I don't know your situation. So I would ask myself, why am I doing stuff I don't care about? What is that stuff that you're doing? You know, maybe it's hanging out with certain people in certain spaces that's draining your energy and you don't want to be in that space. Or maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's work. Whatever it is, that's your job to identify. But what I would say to that is... It's okay to not do that stuff. Don't feel pressured because you feel like you have to be a part of everything. You don't. You don't have to be a part of everything. And you don't have to be in spaces that you don't want to be in. And if for whatever reason you are choosing to be in those spaces, ask yourself why. What are you actually getting out of it? Is it a matter of comfort? Are you comfortable in these spaces and that's why you're wanting to be in them, even though you don't like them? Because that's a big question and an issue, too, that a lot of us can face at times. Sometimes we stay in things a little bit longer than we need to because of comfort and because of fear of the unknown as well. We don't know what's on the other side of taking that leap. So we stay in our comfort zone because it's something we can control. And it's funny because... The book I just referenced talks about this as well. So sometimes, you know, we are in places where the more control we have over a situation, the better we feel. But the thing is that being in those situations in your control, you're usually stunting your growth or stunting your ability to flourish in a lot of ways. Again, I'm not sure your situation would love for you to give me more insight if you're open to it, but don't do things that you don't care about. Protect your peace, protect your energy. There's something draining your energy. And starting there is where it'll help you just slowly get out of that rut. If I had to guess, it might be a, a thing of being in a place where you don't want to be in, but you're comfortable in for whatever reason, potentially. Really sit down with yourself and evaluate why you are in these places in the first place. And start to lay the groundwork to get out of this these spaces All right, the next question is, in the midst of trusting the unknown, what's your north star that keeps you grounded? Great question. So I just recently started to learn how to trust the unknown. (laughs) I think understanding, and this was long before I read this book, but within the past year, understanding that I don't know what's next. I don't. I'd like to think I do, but I don't. There are always elements outside of me that I can't control. And that's how life is. So for me, in trusting the unknown, it's been really important to focus on what is in my control and releasing what I can't control. If I can focus on what's in my control, what I can do better, how I can do something, then what's outside of me doesn't matter as much because I can't fix it. I can't do anything about it. So focusing on that, knowing like, okay, I'm doing the best I can with what I've got. (laughs) I'm working on myself. I'm doing what I have to do. And believing in my ability as well is important. Knowing that, okay, I'm going to do everything in my power and also understand that if things don't flourish from that, it's either if I can do something to fix that, then I will. And if I can't, then it got nothing to do with me. It wasn't for me, you know, but being consistent and disciplined in my, in myself, within myself is important outside of result. I realized when I started to implement a more consistent routine and to be disciplined in my routine initially, I was very, it was very outside of me. It was like, I will do X for Y and Z. And what I realize is It's really hard to be consistent when it has nothing to do with you for that very reason, because you're putting that energy into something outside of your control. So when I shifted that a few years later and I started doing things because it was for me and what I could do and the outcomes I can create, then things just started moving into place. If I know the things that I need to do to become the person I need to be to get to that next level, then I know I need to do those things consistently. So whatever your reasoning for moving through time and space, this is where the self-accountability comes in, where it's like, okay, when you start to evaluate situations like did I do everything in my power to make this happen? If the answer is yes, then the results that are outside of you that you had no control over, you had no control over them. So it is what it is. But if you look at a situation where maybe you fell short for whatever reason, it's normal, and you know you could have done something better, you have to be honest with yourself. What could I have done better? How can I do something better? What can I do to improve so this doesn't happen next time? Now, if you do improve and you do things better the next time around and you still fall short, then it may not be on you. And that's again, that's okay. Sometimes opportunities, acknowledging that not every opportunity is meant for you, and understanding that you can even focus on what you can control and be consistent and be disciplined, and things may not work out in the way you think you want them to work out. And that's another part of how I trust the unknown is prayer and meditation. That helps me stay present, and that helps me understand and release the need for external validations. I understand that things aren't always going to work out in the way I want them to work out, but I also understand that things will always work out the way I need them to work out. Yeah, maybe that no was a redirection, and now I have the opportunity to do something else, and that's actually the path I'm supposed to be on. So those are my things that help keep me grounded and have helped me stay grounded even in the moments that I don't know what's next. Especially in the moments, I don't know what's next. Which is pretty much every day for me. (laughs) The next question is, what's the best way to build your confidence? Okay, I love that question. I think there's a few ways we can go about answering this question. And I'm thinking about it, and I think the best way to go about it is to define confidence. Per Miss Merriam-Webster herself. (laughs) Confidence, the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something, firm trust. Number two, the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And number three, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So I think the reason why it's important for us to go through the definitions is because confidence is one of those those buzzwords that you hear a lot and that you see a lot all over the place of be confident in 90 days and confidence is and confidence that look at yourself in the mirror and smile and you're confident now. And the meaning of confidence means the belief that one can rely on someone or something firm trust. So For me, how I've built confidence over the years has been by doing what I say I'm going to do and seeing it through. I think that's really important. And I think that's a big part of confidence. Can you look at yourself and believe in yourself? Believe your word? Your word is all you got. So to yourself, imagine you say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna wake up in the morning and I'm gonna go to the gym, okay? And then you wake up and you're like, "Mm." (laughs) no right for no reason just you didn't feel like it i genuinely firmly believe that that is sending a message to your brain and that it is lowering your confidence in yourself again confidence per the actual definition of the word so doing what i say i'm going to do and seeing it through if i say i'm going to do it i'm going to do it so that's number one for me doing challenging things showing myself that i'm actually capable of doing these things and putting myself through challenging things the truth of the matter guys we don't do hard things anymore we don't and it's because we live in a comfortable time and that's there's nothing wrong with comfort but doing challenging tasks doing things that are hard for you help build confidence because i can now believe in myself i can believe when i see something through that's hard now I'm like, oh man, if I could do that, I could do anything that raises a notch in my confidence, right? So doing challenging things and challenging is subjective. What's challenging for me may not be challenging for you. There's little things that I do throughout the day that suck, but I do them because it helps me believe in myself a little bit more. So doing little things that are hard for you. If it's hard for you to sit down and read a book, maybe read 10 pages every day. You know, just little things that give you that step up in your confidence, that build that trust within you, little things that help build trust within yourself. Another thing that I have done and focused on is working on whatever self talk that has led to the lack of confidence or lack of trust within myself. That's a big one because sometimes we talk to ourselves in a certain way and we don't even realize that it's actually bleeding into everything else that we do and how we see ourselves so nipping that in the bud and being like hey that's an issue i can't talk about myself like that that's not nice and you're not going to trust somebody you talk poorly about right think about it if you got people in your life that you've ever talked poorly about for whatever reason you probably don't trust them and want nothing to do with them so again look at yourself as a person as a human being outside of yourself and think about it like what can I do to trust myself more another thing that I do is just doing things that prove that I can rely on myself what are some things that prove that I can rely on myself and what I mean by this is like there's certain things right that like if somebody else asks you to do it you'll do it without thinking twice but if you ask yourself to do it you're like "Ah, I could put it off I can do that later every time you put it off and do that later you're telling yourself you're not worth that you're not worth the time you're not worth the energy And what do you think that's doing to your confidence? Just shooting it down immediately. So put the same energy you put into other people and being there for people and doing all that stuff into yourself and also have radical self-accountability and self-love. Self-accountability is self-love. I've said this before, looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, look, I got to clean up my act. I got to clean up my act for me. I have to do better for me. Every time I say I'm going to do something, I don't do it. And I have to fix that for me start small small commitments and just do those little things that are going to help you just you know raise each notch on that confidence level don't overthink it it's all about building trust within yourself trusting yourself that you can be the person that you know you are meant to be but anyways guys it's going a little bit too long i don't want to make this episode super long i still have a good amount of questions so i might just do another round of q a soon but I don't want that to deter you guys from submitting more questions and stories and whatnot. Submit more stories, too. I would love to hear them. Like I said, you could do it through the Google form. That's anonymously. Or if I put a Q&A post on the Snaps and Golf Claps Instagram, you can also submit them through there. But I will know who you are. Anyways, guys, I'm going to end it there. Thank you guys so much for your questions. I appreciate all your love and support. If you like this episode or any other episode, share it on Instagram. Tag us at Snaps and Golf Claps share with people send it to a friend if you got a friend that could use assistance from any one of these questions send it over put it on your instagram tag us the more eyes the better trying to help people and build this beautiful community and i just thank you guys can't do this without you guys and i appreciate each and every one of you and as always be a little better every day thank you guys